you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball each and every weekday. And indeed, that's why I should be your first listen each day. And thank you so much for making me your first listen each day. And how about for that second listen? Well, that should be, in my humble opinion, with Chris Gordy at Locked On SEC Sports 790. Follow Locked On SEC on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And on today's program, I want to give you my official pick for the Boston College game. Also, do a quick project run play after Missouri's uniform reveal this afternoon. And plus, a look, a further look, I should say, at the 2022 schedule. I talked about the very beginning of next year's football schedule on the previous episode. But you know what? Let's delve even further into the whole thing. But first, let's start off with the Missouri injury report. Officially, Ennis Rakestraw is probable and Case Cook is questionable. Of course, the Missouri right guard, questionable. I would say, once again, Case Case Cook, I would reiterate, I think he's likely to play in this football game. Obviously, Ennis Rakestraw is going to play. Now, as far as the guys who are out, notably... Jay Macklin and Darius Robinson are the two biggest names. Also, Cannon York, for sure, out listed as out on the injury report as well. And I will say, with Jay Macklin being still listed as out on the injury report, it seems like he's getting closer to making his debut in the 2021 season. That reminds me, for as much as I've talked about Mookie Cooper and Dominic Lovett on this podcast... I haven't given Chance Looper nearly enough love because I really think that he has performed way beyond anybody's expectation so far. Now, to me, obviously last year in limited action, he had one catch, I believe, but it was a big one. It was for 50, 60 yards in the LSU game that set up what ended up being the go-ahead and ultimately game-winning touchdown for Missouri. But I tell you, for as much as I like Chance Looper's ability on the football field so far, it was fun to get to know that young man a little bit in the most recent press conference. And I don't have the perfect soundbite here for Chance, but you know what? If these young fellas don't necessarily give me or the traditional media your perfect traditional soundbite, Well, that doesn't mean that I'm not listening, and that doesn't mean that I don't learn a lot about these young fellas. And you know what? One thing I learned about Chance Looper is he really, really loves his dad, Curtis. And obviously, that's a credit to Curtis Looper, who is Missouri's running backs coach. And basically, Chance said, hey, wherever my dad goes, I'm going to try to follow him. So basically, Missouri gave Chance a a sort of last-second scholarship almost because they had one to give in the 2020 class. So he was kind of an afterthought 
in that class. But a credit to him for getting on the field and, and showing a lot of production early in the season and a credit to his dad for for really raising a, a good young man, it seems like. It's funny to see the the actually the contrast between between son and father there, Chance with a lot more hair, let's put it that way. Curtis, I don't think he has a follicle on his head at this point in his life, but Curtis, also a very big personality, outgoing guy. Chance, a lot more low-key. So, you know what, even though you wouldn't necessarily, just by hearing him talk and looking at him, know that they were father and son, but so much love between those two guys, and it's a cool thing to see, just from my perspective. Oh, and by the way, since I mentioned young Dominic Lovett earlier, I couldn't help but notice that Barrett Bannister, meeting the media this week, said, well, he referred to Mr. Lovett as Dom. So that made me very happy. If you listened earlier, you'll know that that now I can't be the only one who has a soft spot for the Fast and the Furious franchise. So that put a smile on my face. But mostly Barrett Bannister talked about how physically talented Dominic Lovett is and how he's really bought into learning the details of the position. And in that same press conference, you hear Dominic Lovett at one point saying, details, details, details. And that's what I love about this team. You know, at times we we sort of saw their lack of depth, I think, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Missouri had about as many transfers last season as anybody in the country, and I think that's that's affected their depth without question. But this team's going to fight, and this team has a really, really good culture, and that culture matters because you see guys like Barrett Bannister setting the example and guys like Dominic Lovett actually following it. See, that's a big thing. It's one thing for the veteran guys to actually set the example. You love to see that always, but you also have to have the young guys buy in. And and why that stuff happens, well, it's all very intangible, but clearly it starts with the head coach who, who sets the tone for everything. And coming up, I do want to give you my official pick for the Missouri-Boston College game as well as my take on the uniforms where I play a better-looking version of Heidi Klum. I couldn't say that with a straight face. In my segment that I call Project Run Play. But first, let me tell you about a company that likes to celebrate celebrate freedom of choice, and that is Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? Well, there is something for everyone, so that's how you know they are down with freedom of choice. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, well, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. So you know what you should do? Get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine delicious flavors, and you can find out where your passions truly lie. Take sides, pick a team. Yeah, that's right, we're at war. So pick sides, gosh darn it. But you know what? Regardless of what you pick, you're getting a healthy, high-protein, low-sugar, low-carb, low-calorie Built Bar. So go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off 
your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Candidly, my only real hesitation in picking Missouri in this football game is the location. If this if this game were in Columbia, this would be a no doubt Missouri pick for me. Now that, I'm not saying it's a no doubt Missouri victory, but I think you have to favor the Tigers in this football game. First of all, you got to look at the quarterback. I'm sorry, I'm just not that impressed with the backup quarterback for BC, Dennis Grossell, number one. So. I do think Missouri's offense is good enough to get into the 30s in this football game. And for as much as there's huge questions about Missouri's run defense so far, clearly, I just don't think the Boston College passing game is good enough to pick up enough third downs to win this game. Now, the thing is, Grossell can scramble a little bit. So if you're Missouri... It's going to be really important to stay disciplined in this game. Just make Boston College beat you with their skill. Don't let them beat you by out-tricking you, by out-disciplining you, by beating you, by using your own aggression against you. Because to me, man-to-man, Missouri is the more talented football team. So if you're Missouri, especially on the defensive side of the ball, go out there and prove it. You've got a good back four, a good back five, a good secondary out there. If you're in the front seven, stay in your lane, contain the quarterback, do not fall for read options on third and five where the quarterback keeps the ball after running a bunch of inside zones over and over again. Just stay in your lane, stay disciplined, and keep contained. And I really think Missouri will win this game. Something like, let's say, 34 to 21. And of course, Missouri revealed its uniforms for Saturday, so you know it's time for Project Run Play. And I tell you, my first reaction was excitement. We've got the black helmet, and not only a black helmet, but a block M too. A white block M with a slight gold outline. They've had a similar look like this before, but not with the new stripes on the helmet. Really sharp. In fact, fine. Okay, you guys, if if you watch me on my YouTube channel, Locked on Mizzou on YouTube, you know I love some Mizzou mini helmets. So fine, take my money. Take it all. Actually, you know what? Hold that thought. My wife is always complaining, saying she doesn't know what to get me on Christmas. So you know what, honey, I'm going to do you a solid and hold off. But seriously, though, beyond just the helmet, which I like, I was also really excited to see the black version of Missouri's pants because, well, we've seen the gold pants, we've seen the white pants, but the black pants have been conspicuously absent in the games, in photo shoots, any type of media, but here they are, and you know what? I really like them. I like that the stripes on the side match the stripes on the actual tops quite nicely. And you know what? I'm not exactly, despite despite this Project Run Play segment, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm not exactly the biggest fashionista on the planet. I did not spend a day watching the Met Gala, but you know what? If there is one thing I like, it's matching. So I really, really like this Missouri uniform combination, which gives me even more positive vibes for a victory on Saturday. And you know what? Speaking of positive vibes, well, what do you think about Missouri being a slight road favorite, traveling thousands of miles away? Typically, that is a bad sign traditionally in college football. So no matter what side of this game you're on, well, you got to take your money and put it at betonline.ag, who's back for another season of college football, better than ever, your number one spot for not only college football, of course, but the NFL, the NBA, college basketball, boxing, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this season, including their 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, double your initial deposit just for signing up. All you got to do is use the promo code LOCKED ON. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON for your 100% welcome bonus at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. On yesterday's program, I talked a little bit about the 20. 20- 22 Mizzou football schedule, and I focused on the unusual nature of the very beginning, the two road games at Middle Tennessee to open, then week two at Manhattan, Kansas, of course, against the Kansas State Wildcats, then the home opener finally, September 17th against Abilene Christian. Boy, that really gets the blood pumping, doesn't it? That Missouri-Abilene-Christian rivalry, am I right? But you know what? The rest of this schedule is actually quite reminiscent of the 2017 Missouri schedule. Now, if you remember back then, that was Missouri's first regular season game against Auburn. The Auburn Tigers came to Columbia and, well, put a pretty gosh darn good beat down on your Tigers that season. Missouri, of course, started horribly that year. I believe they started 1-5, and five, including that beatdown by Auburn. Well, guess what? Missouri making its first trip in SEC history to Auburn on September 24th. Well, how about this three-game stretch after Abilene Christian? At Auburn, home against Georgia, and at Florida. Now that, my friends, is a gauntlet. Once again, at Auburn versus Georgia at Florida. So Missouri with a much-earned bye week after that Florida game. But fortunately, the last six games are rather manageable. And like 2017, who knows, perhaps Missouri will finish with quite a flurry in 2022. Missouri finishing home against Vanderbilt at South Carolina home for Kentucky, at Tennessee, versus New Mexico State of all teams in late November, and finally finishing off with the traditional, at this point, Arkansas game. So while overall not really that much tougher of a schedule on paper than this current season, 
just the three games in a row of Auburn, Georgia, and Florida, the two of them on the road, just puts quite a spotlight of how difficult things can be in this conference. And, oh, by the way, since it is the 2022 season, who knows, perhaps Texas and Oklahoma will be added to the conference by next year as well. That certainly happened when Missouri and Texas A&M joined the conference about 10 years ago. So that's definitely on the table. Who knows how that could shuffle Missouri's schedule around a little bit, if at all. Perhaps a ninth SEC game happens next year. It's all kind of up in the air, but here's how that, but that is how things stand currently. And you know, on one of my last notes here before we get out of here and I catch a red eye flight to Boston, I want to talk about Mekhi Wingo, number 58, true freshman, interior defensive lineman for Mizzou from DeSmet High School in the St. Louis area. You know, he just seems like not only a very talented player, but a very interesting young man, too. And I just want to give you a little bit of flavor on what Makai Wingo is like as a human being. He talks about his mother in the following clip. Um, Yeah, that's always been a goal of mine to get to the next level, but I've always been more of a mature type. Like, growing up, my mom didn't play that. Like, I had to be on top of my stuff like in everything that I did. So I just say that's more of how I was raised, you know, coming up. Well, like, for example, Makai, what did you need to be on top of? Everything. School mainly, like, she would get on me if I came home with a B. Like, that's how it was. Like, she wanted straight A's and stuff like that all the time. And while certainly I would give Makai Wingo's mother the lion's share or perhaps the tiger's share of the credit for how that young man turned out. I'll give the Smed High School some credit too. It sounds like they have some pretty good ideas as well. I yeah, so like at at the high school I went to the Smed, so like it was like every Tuesday, like we only went to school for like a half a day and we had to go, you know, help out in the community. And I chose to do something involving kids. I just like, you know, hanging around kids and stuff like that. That's cool, just being able to help them. And uh, the kids I worked with were actually special need kids in the preschool. So, you know, uh, it was just cool being able to go there with them. And, you know, they see the teacher every day, but you're just that person they see, you know, like once a week. So they're excited when you get there and stuff like that. So, like, I think it's it's really important, you know, just helping out in the community and things like that. And you know what? Just for the fun of it, let's hear from a couple of his fellow defensive linemen a couple of upperclassmen. Let's hear what they think about the young man, Makai Wingo. First, we'll hear from Kobe Whiteside and then from Trey John Jeffcoat. Uh, looking at Makai, Makai is a guy who can pick up uh, what the coaches say really fast. Makai have a nice twitch. Um, he have a great hands. Uh, he got natural leverage, so <laughs> that's what you get with the shorter guys like me and him. Um, I don't know he's very bright. So uh, I'm looking forward to see Makai two or three years from now and see how far he gets. Yeah. He's a very disciplined guy, you know what I'm saying? He's also a technician. I'm just excited to see what he's going to do, you know what I'm saying, down the line. I'm just very excited to see him in his prime, for sure. So once again, you heard from Trey John Jeffcoat there at the end. And, you know, sort of like Connor Basilak, Jeffcoat, like – 
you know, many guys on a football team, not exactly Mr. Soundbite, but still, again, you just listen to these guys talk and we heard much more from Jeff Coat than than the time that I have allotted here to give you on this podcast. But again, you just get a feeling that got, that guy is locked into and the team mentality is bought into what Drinkwitz is pe- is preaching. And there just seems to be a tremendous amount of faith in that Missouri locker room. And, and once again, so far this team, they've definitely had their problems, but they play hard and for the most part, other than inexplicably lining off up offsides multiple times in a row against Kentucky at one point in the first half. Other than that, this has been a clean football team, a smartly played football team, and just a team that I can enjoy watching and getting behind. So regardless of what happens on Saturday, I'm feeling good about this program, but you know what? I think Missouri is going to come up with a victory on Saturday. I really do. So once again, thank you all so much for making me your first listen of the day. And if I were you, I'd make your second listen locked on bets. Guess what? They're hitting over 60% of their picks over the last two months. There's really no pitch I need other than that. They're picking winners for you. So listen to them. Locked on bets brought to you by betonline.ag. Follow it for free wherever you get your podcasts. So, until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.